Good evening. Hope you're all doing well. Today we're learning Maseches Vavakama, Dafyud Beis. And we're starting at the very top of the page, uh, though the truth is that we're really in the midst of a mini-sugin. If you'll recall from yesterday, there were a number of comments in the name of Ula, who was quoting from Rebbe Lazar, and um, really has nothing to do with our Maseches at all. And the last case that we were dealing with was six, seven lines from the bottom, that if I uh, owe you money, you are allowed to collect from my avadim. And then the Gemara had said, what about from the Yasomim? Let's say the avadim go from uh, me to my orphans, my you know my children, that they take them. If the Ebed is from there, you're allowed to collect. collect. And in front of Rebbe Lazar, he said, no, you're not allowed to only from that person. That's what he said in front of Rebbe Nachman, because Rebbe Nachman asked Ula, and Ula said no about the Yasomim. This is where we pick up on the very top line of Yud Beis Medalev. Lebasar Danafak, after Rashi highlights, that after Rav Nachman walked out, Ula pit, turned around and said, really what I told Rav Nachman wasn't true. Amar lehu Ula. Ula said to everyone around him, really, hachi amar Lazar afidu miyasme. And why was it that he was avoiding uh, saying this in front of Rav Nachman? Rav Nachman, of course, heard the water cooler talk. Amar Rav Nachman, ishtamtin Ula. Ula was trying to sneak away from me because he knew that I didn't hold of this shita, that if the um, that if there was a Yasom who had absorbed an Eved, that no one's allowed to collect from that. That was what he initially said. The halacha seems to be that uh, that's how, what Rav Nachman holds. So Ula was just speaking to Rav Nachman the way that Rav Nachman wanted to be spoken to. Lamaisa, how do we hold? Let's say that uh, I owe you money and I had an Eved and my Eved was, was then given to my one of my Yesomim, one of my children. So then the Gemara says, how do we paskin? Let's see. This actually took place in Naharda where a man had an Eved and then when that man passed away, the Eved went to the Yesomim and the Agbu de Naharda, they were able to collect from the Yisomim. And similarly, that was in Naharda as well, as well, that he also collected from an Eved that was in the possession of the Yisomim. So, Amar Lahu Rav Nachman, Zilu Ahaduru, Rav Nachman, who didn't agree with this Shita, Rav Nachman held that if an Eved is passed from a father to a Yasom, that a Balchov is not allowed to collect that Eved who is now in the possession of the Yisomim, he said, Zilu Ahaduru, you need to go back and give back. That's not the way we collect things. He held that it wasn't right. Ve'ilo, and if you don't, magbina naichu. And if not, I'm going to put a, a lien on your property. I'm going to take your, your mansions from it and take your houses. This is not the way we collect. We are not allowed, as a Balcho, we're not allowed to collect from an Eved that he that, that a Yasom um, inherited from his father. That's not allowed. So the Gemara is a little bit perturbed by this idea, by Rav Nachman's Shita, because Amar Le Rava Le Rav Nachman. Rava says to Rav Nachman, I just don't understand. Ha Ula, you have the Shita of Ula. Ha Rebbe Lazar, and as well Rebbe Lazar. And you have as well Ha Daini De Naharda and a Pumpadisa. The Gemara leaves out Pumpadisa. Ha Reb Bar Bizna. We have all of these Shitas that say that yes, if an Evid is bequeathed to a... Uh, to a Yasom after the death of a father, that a Balechov are allowed to collect from that. You, Rav Nachman, why are you being so stark? There's so many Mari Mekomos, there's so many Rabbanim Chashuvim who hold that a Balechov is allowed to collect from an Eved that was bequeathed to a, to a child. Mara Keman Who then do you, Rav Nachman, hold like? So Rav Nachman says, it's really great that you have all of these Amorim, but I have a Marimakom from Mishnayis that tells me that I'm right. And we are about 10 lines down, says the Gemara. I know a Mishnah. We learn the Mishnah from Avimi. This Mishnah is about Prisbal, 
We're going to be learning a couple of brises now about Prisbal, Mishnayas of brises. I'm just going to tell you right now, they're difficult Mishnayas. We're going to be learning them on the surface. We don't have time to dig into the sugyas. Uh, if you sit here just for a few minutes, we can't. We don't have time now. But if you'd sit with the Rashis for a bit, you'd be able to figure out every line. We're just going to glean from the, from the top of the surface. The Gemara says, in the name of Avimi, this brisa reads, Prisbal, Chal al-Hakarka, Ve'enu Chal al-Ho'avadim. When we write a prisbal, and as we know, a prisbal prevents the, the dissolving of a star, the dissolving of a loan through the Shemitah year, that only applies to karka, it doesn't apply to avadim. In regards to karka, karka, when it is purchased, can uh, also help to acquire any metaltalin that's there as well. If you buy a house with all of the lawn furniture, you get the lawn furniture too. Ve'eno niknin im ho'avadim. And over here we see that they're not niknim im ho'avadim, which means that avadim are not like karka. This is where Rav Nachman gets his shita from, that avadim are not like karka. Masha'en Kain, when it came to the shitas of the previous Amorayim, that we assume that the avadim could transfer over father to son, that the avadim could transfer like land, Rav Nachman says that that's not the case. And that's why Rav Nachman was stark against these Amorayim. Says the Gemara, if that's true, that really Rav Nachman does have a marimakom in the Tanoim, so then perhaps, says the Gemara, a third of the way down, perhaps we actually have a machlokas Tanoim on this matter. And just to broaden what we're discussing, <coughs> we were discussing really a local issue of whether or not we can assume that if an Ebed was bequeathed to a Yasom, if a Balchok can collect from that, from that Ebed, so the Gemara here is just going to broaden it. Do we say that an Evid is like Karka? Or do we say that an Evid is like Metaltalin? And here is a Brisa. The Brisa says, Let's say that a man sells two things. He sells, sells Avadim and Karkos. If that when I'm picking this up to make a Chazak, We see clearly already that an Evid and Karka are not the same. And bikarkos lokana avadim. And as well, if I pick up the karka, if I make my kenyan on the karka, then that's not sufficient to make a kenyan on the avadim. And the brisa continues. Karkos metaltalin. Let's say that I'm purchasing ground, I'm purchasing earth and properties, physical movable objects. Hechzik bikarka. If I make my uh, kenyan on karka, kana metaltalin. Metaltalin lokana karka. So if I make the kenyan on the karka, then I absorb anything that's on that karka, namely all of the movable objects. And if I make my kenyan with the metaltalin, so then lokana karka. And the third case of this brisa is as follows: avadim metaltalin. Let's say that I was purchasing slaves and movable objects. You cannot cross-purchase when you're buying these two things. Avadim and metaltalin are not the same. Now, in the first case of this Mishnah, what did we see? We saw that avadim and karka are not synonymous with one another halachically in regards to kinyanim. So that is a beautiful marimakom that supports this shita uh, that we saw in the Gemara. That we have this shita that karka and avadim are not the same. We have a brisa that qualifies the brisa we just saw and says that No, we see that there is a shita that if you are going to make a kenyan with the avadim, then you are going to be kona the metaltalin. So says the Gemara, my Doesn't that mean that this really is the machlok? Yes, that demar savar avadim kimikarkadami. That really one shita holds that avadim are like karka. Those are all of the amoraim that we started with. 
with uh, Ula and with Rebbe Lazar and with Rebbe Chana Barbizna and with the Bezdin of Nahardan, the Bezdin of Pumpadisa, all the Marimakom, which is at the top of the page, they hold that Avadim are like Karka. Umar Savar, and the last Brisa holds, um, Umar Savar, uh, sorry, the earlier Brisa holds, that Avadim is Kimetaltal and Dami. Beautiful. So maybe we really just have a machlokas tanayim that's showing its head in the Amorayim. That you have Rav Nachman on the one side and all the other Amorayim on the other. Amen. So maybe this is our machlokas. So says the Gemara, it's not true. Um, and there are two versions of the answers that we're about to see. Here's version number one. And then in about eight lines or so, we'll see an Ika de Amre. So here is version number one. Amar of Ika Bereidurav Ami. Tikule Alma Avodim Kimikarka Edomi. Everybody holds that Avodim are like Karka, and Avodim are not like Metaltalin. This is the Shita of Ula. When the Brisa says that it's Kana, that the Evid can be Kana, that makes sense because Evid and Karka are the same Shapir. But the other Brisa that says lo kana, karka dumya de arem mitsuros We need karka in this case when we're talking about making a kenyan with avadim and with kar- with karka. We need the type of avadim that are like karka, which is arem mitsuros biyehuda, which is a pasuk, namely with karka that's not movable. Karka that's not movable is terra firma. An Eved that has the status of Karka is still not exactly the same as Karka, even though there may be some halachic aspects of an Eved that are like Karka, but not in full. That's just not the case. So therefore, the Gemara says, we need them to be dumya de'aram mitzuras bihuda delo naidi, where there's no movement. Ditznan, where do we have this idea that Karka has to be immovable to make a Kenyan like the ones of this Brisa? Because the Brisa, the Mishnah says, this is a Mishnah that we have seen in Maseches Kedushin. We're two-thirds of the way down on Yud Beis Meralev. Nechasim she'ein lehem properties that don't have a lean on them, namely movable object, objects, niknim, they are um, they can be purchased with im nechasim What this Mishnah means is that if I have, if I'm buying a property and I say, they say, yeah, you're buying the property and anything that's on it. And on it happens to be a tractor, and there happens to be tools in the garage, and there happens to be furniture in the house. So the din is based on this Mishnah and Kedushin, <laughs> that Halacha we know that the, the Metaltalin are Nikne along with the Karka. <clears throat> and where do we know this idea from? Amar Chizkiya de Amar Kra, the Pasuk says, Vaiten Hamavi and Matanos Rabos Lekesavu Lazavu Migdanos Im Are Mitsuros Bihuda. You can buy all of these things the presents, Rabos, the money, the gold, the McDonald's, all the treats. You can buy all of them, but only with Im Are Mitsuros Bihuda. So this is answer number one that really. The machlokas that we are we thought was true in the Tanoim is not really the case. And really, version number one of Rav Ika, the Raider of Ami, is that really Avadim are like Karka, and we explain away the Brisa that's complicated. But 10 lines or so from the bottom, the Gemara says, Ika de Amre. Really, there's another version of this to solve for our question. We wanted to know, when we talk about Avadim and Karka, and whether or not they are the same as one another, do we equate them fully or do we not? We, we tried one approach to explain why there's no machlokas, and here is the equal and opposite approach. Amar Avika Bereid Rav Idi, 
this is interesting. This is a different name as uh, as listed before. Before it was Rav Ika Bereda Rav Ami. So that's why you'll find over here that the name is actually changed to Ami. David, you have this in yours also? Mm -hmm. So this was in the Hagos Vitzion, in the Kisve Yad, it is in fact e e Ami, but we're used to seeing Rav Idi, Rav Ika Bereda Rav Idi, is a very, it's a common name in Shas. This was a little bit different. There, is it a different person? For sure, the Ami and Idi are different. But even if the first person who was Rav Ika, was it the same person or not? I don't know, but I presume it is. So what, <laughs> what is answer number two? Do we in fact have a machlokas between uh, Tanoim about whether or not Avadim are like Karka? Says the Gemara, no, we do not. The Kule Alma, Avde, Kimetaltalim, Tommy. Really Avadim are like Metaltalim. And therefore, because an Evid is like Metaltalin, in order to be Kona, that Evid, you have to make a specific Kenyan. And therefore, Lo Kona Shapir, that makes sense. I, what about the other Brysa, the Tanya Kana? That is Be'odan Alab. When do we say that an Evid can be Kona, that which is, uh, is Metaltalin? Only when the Metaltalin, when he's wearing it, when he's, he's got a backpack on with a bunch of stuff, that works. I asked the Gemara, no, that should not work at all. Because even if the Eved has a backpack on it with metaltalin, it still shouldn't create any kinyonim. After all, <laughs> the din of an Eved who's walking, the din of a person who's walking is like a chatzer that's mahaleches, a portable chatzer. And as we've learned already a number of times in Shas, the chatzer mahaleches, lo kana. So therefore, we cannot say that the case that we're dealing with is where an Eved is holding metaltalin on him. And the Gemara interjects and says, and even if you want to say that the Eved is really just standing still and he's not moving, so he's not mehaleches anymore, that's a bad argument. Because we learned in Maseches Gittin in a couple of places, we already said, that if while you're walking you're not going to be Kona, then Omid V'yoshev is also Lokana. You're still begeder chetzer mahaleches, even if you're standing still, because you could walk, which makes you ineligible to make a Kenyan, which means that we can't answer up the stira and brises by saying, that the Eved is holding metaltalin on his body. So says the Gemara, how do we answer this? The way we can explain this is as if the Eved is tied down. If the Eved is taka tied down, so then the din is that he is no longer in the category of a chetzer mahalechasi because he doesn't have the choice to move. He's got handcuffs on. He's not going anywhere. So that's how we could create a scenario where an Eved can create metaltalin, where an Eved can uh, be kona, where a person can be kona metaltalin by, by buying an Eved. If I buy an Eved and he has a backpack of stuff on him and that Eved is kafus, he's tied down, he's got handcuffs on, then you're 100% right. And that's the case of that b'risa, which is why there's no stira. So version number one of Rav Ika Bereda Rav Ami was that really behold Avodamar like Karka. Version number two is that really we hold that Avadim are like Metaltalin. And as you can see from the Rambam's notations here, it seems that we hold like the second shita that an Eved is, is in the category of Metaltalin. Ay, Vahatanya, we have a b'risa, hechzik bekarka, kona Avadim. How can you say that? We have a b'risa that says that we have karka, and the karka, if you're hechzik the karka, then you're nikna de Avadim. But according to the second shita that we just saw, that Avadim are Metaltalin, how does this brysa make sense? This brysa seems to show that an Eved and Karka are one and the same. But the second version of Rav Ika Bered Ravami indicated that no, that Avadim are Metaltalin. So which one is it? Is it that Avadim are Metaltalin or Hechzik Bekarka Kana Avadim and really Karka and Eved are the same? Says the Gemara, no. 
Really, we're holding stark, that we still hold that avadim are like metaltalin. But hasam, what is that case over there where it says that uh, if you're machzik the karka, then you're kona the avadim? That's be'omdin besocha. That's where the evid is standing inside the field. If the evid is standing inside the field, and I make a kinyan in such a way where I can acquire the karka, then by definition, I also acquire the evid. But more because he functions as metaltalin than because he functions as karka. And in the same way that had I had some metaltalin on that property and I was kona the property, I would be kona the metaltalin. The same thing is true with an evet. If there's an evet on the property and I'm kona the karka, I'm also kona the evet. Mm -hmm. Says the Gemara Michlal, we're five lines from the bottom on Yud Beis Medalat. This implies It seems to be that when there is no Kenyan, it must be where the Eved is not there. That, that's a very difficult thing to say because as the Gemara highlights, I could understand that this is true according to the second version to Amar of Ika, of Ami, that I understand why you'd say that if the Eved is in the property, he's like Metaltalin, so he's Kona with the purchase of the Karka. And if the Eved is not on the Karka, he won't be included in the purchase. Hainu, di omdin besocha in ilolo. That makes perfect sense. So this Gemara seems to bring a Raya for the second approach. Ella, three lines from the bottom, but according to the first version of Rav Ika Bereidu Rav Ami, this doesn't work. That shouldn't help at all. Says the Gemara, after all, It shouldn't make a difference if the Eved is standing in the field or not, because Shmuel taught us a halacha, also a halacha that we learned in the previous Masechta and Kedushin, that if I buy 10 fields, then once I'm in, in, being Kona one of them, I should be Kona all of them. So if it were to be that approach number one of the Gemara, of Rav Ika of Ami was correct, that an Eved is Karka, then Mimanavshach, whether or not the Eved stood on the Karka doesn't matter. Because if I buy 10 distinct pieces of property, once I make a Kenyan on one, I make a Kenyan on the other nine. And obviously the Karka that's down the block is not on top of the Karka that I just bought. So if really answer number one of the Gemara, a Ravika Bredi Ravami is true, who cares if he's on the property or not? Says the Gemara, according to your logic, according to the Shita that says that Abadam are like Metaltalin, why then would I need the Eved to be standing on the property? As we turn to the top of Yud Beis, Amud Beis, we'll be going to the top of Yud Gimel Amadal, says the Gemara, we actually hold another Gemara in Kedushin that we don't need Sibur, we don't need them to be piled on in order for them to be Niknet. How then does the Gemara make a proper distinction? The Gemara says, Shiny metaltale denaidi, mi metaltale delonaidi. There's a difference between metaltalin that are portable and metaltalin that are less portable. Hachanami here too. Shiny mikarkai denaidi, mi mikarkai delonaidi. There's also a difference between karka that's movable and karka that's not. Avda mikarkai denaidi. When we talk about an Eved, even if you want to say that the first approach of Ravika Bredi Ravami is real and right, that an Eved is Karka, okay, but he's still Avda Mikarkai Denaidihu. But Hasam Sadna de Arachadhu, but over there in the case in the Mishnah where we said that if a man purchased 10 pieces of property, that he can be Kona all of them by making one transaction on one property, but that all of the world is Sadna Dara, all the earth is connected to one another. 
All of the world is connected to one another somehow. Again, all the way at the core of the earth. How deep is it before it's all land again? I don't know. But the Gemara said, we learned this in the previous Masechta also, that it's Sadna De'ara, Chadu, that everything is connected. So we've made a bunch of distinctions here. Um, let me just summarize quickly so that we have it clear. The Gemara struggles to understand whether or not an Eved is in the category of Karka, or if an Eved is in the category of Metaltalin, and all of the Nafkaminas that you could imagine. Can you purchase an Eved with Karka? Can you not? We'll use that as the one Nafkamina for today. And the Gemara goes through two, two versions, and each version, version has to solve for the Mari Mikomos that don't make sense. Version number one of Rav Ika Bereda Rav Ami is that Avadim are like Karka. Version number two of Rav Ika Bereda Rav Ami is that is that Avadim are like Metaltalin. And the Gemara does go back and forth. Uh, and while the Gemara itself doesn't seem conclusive, it does seem to be that the Rambam holds that an Eved is considered like Metaltalin. Good. Yud Beis and Beis, five, six lines down. That brings us to the next two dots. Our Mishnah had said a couple of blot ago that when is it that we say that the halachos of our Mishnah apply? That's only true when there's no din of Me'ilah. Now, just to review, that our Mishnah is on Testament Beis, and that Mishnah had taught us that if Hechsharti b'miksas nizko, if I was partially responsible for damage that happened, then chavti b'tashlumi nizko kehechsher kol nizko, then I got to pay the bills. And the Gemara said, when is this true? It's only true by nechasim she'ein bahem mi'ila. Let's analyze this piece of Gemara. The Gemara says that it's only true that these rules don't apply by me'ila hu delesbehu. That's only true if an item doesn't have me'ila. But if an item doesn't have me'ila, but hamikadesh kachi, but in fact it is subject to some aspects of kedusha, so then the rules would be different, and uh, it, the the rules would change from our Mishnah. Our Mishnah said that the rules don't apply by me'ila. The implication is that they would apply by kachim. Who is the author of such a shita that the rules of our Mishnah that if I'm obligated to pay in part, I'm obligated to pay in full, that they would apply by kachim if not by me'ila? Mantana. We're talking about Kachim Kalim, and we're holding within the world of Rabbiosi Haglili. What does Rabbiosi Haglili hold? Rabbiosi Haglili holds, and we learned about this in a previous Gemara as well. Rabbiosi Haglili was of the opinion that Kachim Kalim belong to the, to the Bailim. Very unique. Yes, you're giving it, you were already Mikadesh, but there's still some bilas that I, as the owner, still hold on to. Detanya. The Brysa writes, uh, the Pasuk says, Umala Mal Bahashem, the Rabos Kachim Kalim Shehain Mamono Divre Riviosi Haglili. Riviosi Haglili is of the opinion that Kachim still maintains some aspect of bilas um, of Mamon Bailam. And therefore, the Gemara says it must be. In our Mishnah, that that's why this makes sense. Our Mishnah said that if something is subject to Me'ila, the rules of payment don't apply. However, if they were Kachim without Me'ila, the rules of payments would apply. Why? Because they're Mamon Bailim. Whose Shita is that? Rabbi Yossi Aglili. I wait one second. Rabbi Yossi Aglili's Shita is a bit of a challenge. We're a third of the way down in Yud Beis and Yud Beis. The Gemara says, but it's not. We have a Mishnah. HaMekadesh Bechelko. A person who is Mekadesh uh, something. Bain Bekadshe Kachim. Bain uh, the Gemara says that if a, uh, a Kohen wants to get married with his portion, whether or not his portion is Kachim Kalim or Kachim, he's not married. Now, this is a stira to Rabbi Haglili. If Rabbi Haglili was right, that there's still Mamun Bailim by Kachim Kalim, 
then that should be a Kedushin. If I, as a Kohen, get my portion of a Kachim Kalim, and I bring it over to a woman and say, If Rabbi Yossi Haglili is right, they should be married. But this Mishnah says that they're not married. So therefore, the Gemara says, Lema delok Perhaps that din of Mekadesh Bechelko, that a man who proposes with Kachim Kalim is not married, must not be like Rabbi Yossi. Says the Gemara, not correct. Afidu tema Rav Yosi Aglili, we're halfway down, you'd base him at base. Ki amar Rav Yosi Aglili mechayim. When is it that Rav Yosi Aglili says that there's mamun bailam, there's a status of mamun bailam when it comes to kachi kalim, and in fact, a woman would be married if a man gave his portion to her betoras kedushin. That's true if the animal's still alive. However, avalachar shchita, but once that animal's been shechted by the Kohen, remember the four steps of... Uh, of a korban is uh, we have all the various steps. We have shechita, we have kabbalah Saddam, we have halacha and zrika. The second the shechita is done, even Rabbi Yossi Aglili agrees that there's no longer a status of mamon bailim. The only time kachim kachim have a status of mamon bailim is before the shechita. But even Rabbi Yossi would agree these modet dechi kazachu that when the kohanim got their chelak after the animal was shechted mishulchan gvoa kazachu, they are of the opinion. All of them, even Rabbi Yossi Aglili is of the opinion that if a, a Kohen gets his portion of Kachim Kalim after an animal is shechted, everyone agrees it's Shulchan Gavoa and there's no din of Mamun Bailam. So as of right now, there's no machlokas between Rabbi Yossi Aglili and anyone. Rabbi Yossi Aglili was saying that Mechaim, when an animal is still alive, it could be that there's that there's Mamun Bailam, a status of Mamun Bailam by Kachim. That's not true when an animal dies. And the Gemara pushes even on our understanding of Rabbi Yossi Aglili. Two-thirds of the way down. Even if the animal's alive, you're still going to say that there's a status of Mamun Bailam by Kachim Kalim. How can you say that? Says the Gemara. We have a Mishnah in regards to an animal that's a Bechor, a difficult Mishnah. Uh, we're not going to learn it too deep right now. This is a Mishnah in Meiser Sheni. Bechor, Mochur Noso, Tam, Chai. A Bechor, an animal that's a Bechor, can be sold from one Kohen to another if it's Tam, if it has no Mum, and if the animal's alive. Ubal Mum, if an animal is sold um, when it's when it has a Bal Mum, that's Chai, Vishachut, it can be sold alive, and it can also be sold Shechted. Umekachin Bo, Esaisha, and there is some aspect of Kedushin. So that means that with an animal that's a balmum, because it can no longer be a bechor, because it's a balmum, so therefore there's an aspect of kiddushin there. This is only true by a bechor in today's post-chorban era. Since that animal is not fit for hakrava, therefore, because it's not shayach to the Beis HaMikdash, because there is no Beis HaMikdash, then we have a din of Mamun Bailim. There's a schus on the side of the Kohanim. However, Aval, Bizman Kayam, But had it been that even if the animal was alive, but it was um uh, but because it's Khazi in the times of the Besa Mikdash, there is no Mamun Bailim. And that's a big kasha on Rabyosi Aglili. Because here we see that even when the animal's alive, if it's Bizman Shabesa Mikdash Hayakayam. There's never mum and bailam. That's a kasha and rabbi aglili. Let's finish articulating the question. So here's our stira. 
The Mishnah that we just learned from Meiser Sheni teaches us that Mechayim, even Mechayim, that there's no din of Mamun Bailim when the Beis HaMikdash is around. Uh, and Rabbi Yossi Aglili seems to say that that's not true, that from the Pasuk, that teaches us that there is a status of Mamun Bailim even by Kachim Kalams, Tira. Says the Gemara, Umeshani Ravina, Bibichor Aliba de Shimon. Very creative answer. The Gemara says, it is Bizman Shabesa Mikdash Hayakayam, but we're not talking about inside Eretz Yisrael. What Rabbi Yossi Aglili is talking about when he says that an animal mechaim as a dinamamon bailim, that an animal that's kachay kachim as a dinamamon bailim, that's with an animal that's a bechor and chutzlaaretz. To Amar, he says, if you bring your, your whole animals, yikrivu, if you bring your animals to Eretz Yisrael, we can shech them. What's the din? Im bahu in. If you brought them, yes. The language of if is always a language of bidyevet. Lechadchilalo. But you really should not. Namely, if your animal is stuck in Chutzlarz, which is what you should do with your animal when it's in Chutzlarz, don't bring this animal, Lehakrava. There, Rabbi Yossi Aglili says it's Kodshe Kalim, and therefore the Kodshim Kalim have a din of Mamun Bailim. Says the Gemara. If you want to say that really, that according to Rabbi Yossi Aglili, and he, he says that there's a din of Mamun Bailim only when the animal is alive, then Lishna, uh, then Lishni, we should have given a different answer. Rashi says Ravina should have given a different answer. Ha Rabbi Aglili and Ha Rabbanon. That the two Brisas have a different answer. Why did you go the extra mile, Ravina, to give this answer of Bechor Bechutzlarz? Perhaps there's a machlokas between these Tanaim over here. Why didn't you say that? You can't say this about Matnas Kahuna. There is no Machlokas about Matnas Kahuna because shiny Matnas Kahuna, we're dealing with a different category over here, one that's not Shaykh to a Machlokas or Biosi Aglili. Everybody agrees in regards to Matnas Kahuna that once they are Shechted, that and everyone agrees to that. So there's no Machlokas about the status of Kache. Kachim, that when they're alive, there is a status of mamon. When they're not alive, there is no status of mamon. And that, that's why we didn't answer with the distinction between Rav Yossi Aglili and the Rabbanon, but rather Ravina answered saying that the case we're talking about is a Bechor that's in Chutzlaretz. We'll stop right here. Emir Tashem tomorrow night. We'll pick up on the fourth line of Yud Gimel Amad Aleph. Wishing you all a beautiful night.